Welcome to the Big Six Podcast. Monday, July 1st. Oh my goodness. Training camp, training camp begins this month. Isn't that crazy? I'm Will Brinson. I am the host of this daily CBS Sports NFL podcast. We are doing, by popular demand, another mailbag segment. Um, recording this time around with super friends, Ryan Wilson and Sean Wagner McGuff. John Breach, uh, as they say in the radio business, on assignment in Paris. He's going to watch the, um, Friggin' World Cup. Good for you, Breach. Everybody deserves a little vacation. Three weeks in Paris. No doubt about it. Uh, Ryan, Sean, we're recording this the week before as we did the last time, but we have a gr- bunch of great questions we can ask. How you guys, uh, how you guys feeling? Did you have a good weekend? Great. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, oh yeah, a couple of things. One, if you like to gamble, and who doesn't if you listen to this podcast, you might like poker. And if you want to watch poker, you can watch the World Series of Poker streaming on CBS All Access. Free seven-day trials are available at CBS.com. Not CBSSports.com, CBS.com. And on the CBS app, not the CBS Sports app, the CBS app. All Access. It's got, uh, you get tons of like, basically every show that CBS runs, including Star Treks. I know you guys are big Star Trek fans. Um, Star Treks that no one else can get because of... Uh, Twilight Zone, baby. Yeah, Twilight Zone, exclusive Twilight Zones. Highly, it's, really, it's really good. I'm not just saying that as an employee of CBS. That's the Jordan Peele. Absolutely. Yeah, and you can watch CBS NFL games. Like it's it's actually a pretty good deal. It's like it's like seven ninety nine a month or something. Once you start going, it's it's actually a great deal and a good way to cut the cord and get tons of stuff. Uh, plus, you can stream the World Series of Poker. So, highly recommend doing that. I also need everybody to do me a favor, and when you go. To your local grocery store. This sounds a little weird, but just play, just play along. When you go to your local grocery store, go to the magazine aisle. You're going to see a CBS Sports Fantasy Magazine with Patrick Mahomes on the cover. In it is great information from Jamie Eisenberg, Dave Richard, Heath Cummings, and I'm in the mock draft there. I have some blurbs. I have some hints at who you should, uh, who should take, answer some questions. 799. I know it's a little much, but maybe skip coffee for two days. Uh, support the CBS Sports brand, though, if you will. And if you see that magazine, pick it up and use it in some summer reading. Um, we're going to have a, I think there's a, another magazine coming out late in the summer. Every year we do a June magazine draft. I've won that league two years in a row. I'm a June genius. Did you know that, Ryan? That's your birthday, Moth. That's right. Uh, I suck when it comes to predicting football in August. Great in June, somehow. I don't, I can't really explain it. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, let's dive into the mailbag, shall we, gentlemen? We need some, we need some, we need some music for the mailbag, I think. Oh, and by the way, this week coming up, uh, is July 4th week. We'll still have five shows this week. We're going to do some quarterback ranks with Danny Cannell tomorrow. We will do running back ranks after that. Um, Heath Cummings and I are going to do like a beer special for what beers you should drink on July 4th, as well as rank maybe wide receivers. Uh, and then we'll, we'll keep ranking each position, top 10 by position as we move along through the offseason and towards training camp. In the hey, meantime, Sean, what's your favorite summertime beer? <laughs> Whis- whiskey. I don't, I don't. I really don't drink that much beer. Oh God, whiskey. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. My favorite summertime beer, Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime is. You good. know what? You know what is a good summertime drink, and you guys are going to make fun of me if I'm going to say it anyways. Have you had like the hard seltzers, like the White Claw and yeah, release? They're, they're awesome. Yeah. They're awesome. Those are those are really awesome. Zimas. It's hot outside. No, nah, they're good. I drink a ton of White Claws at the beach. 
No, that, yeah, look, you look like you had about fifteen of them <laughs> a day, or like are you, are you saying I'm fat, or I look drunk, or look like crap? You had a couple in that here. You look like you rolled in from a night of sleeping on the beach after you had fifteen. Literally, your wife rolled you. you got sand in, look how much sand is probably in that hair right now. Tons of it. I haven't showered in like five days. Not even kidding. Uh, all right, Kevin Brown via email wants to know. This is a football related question. What is the worst case scenario? For the next collective bargaining agreement. Ooh, sexy Monday CBA talk. Uh, could we lose football for an extended time? Is there any chance of ever seeing replacement players again? Ryan, you were, uh, I think you were on the, were you with CBS in 2011? Yeah, we, hired in uh, June 2011. So this is year number eight. Yeah, we had to become legal beagles basically and cover um, every single like aspect of the CBA. It's not very fun. Yeah, and I think this time around, uh, to answer Kevin Brown's question, things seem to be going much more amicably. Back in 2011, the the two sides were at odds, D. Smith and Roger Goodell, NFL and NFLPA, and, and there were some, some nasty words exchanged very publicly throughout the process. It got resolved at the 11th hour, and I feel like it seems like they're planning ahead. It's always going to be the case that the owners are going to outlast the players in terms of money because they're all billionaires. I don't think there's – is there any owner who isn't a billionaire? Um, Mark Davis? Davis. Mark Davis. Mark Davis is the, they always say the poorest. But I don't know. Okay. He, he's like a so, five hundred millionaire. Right. Yeah. So they're still doing okay. He can still afford those haircuts even if they go on strike. <laughs> and his PF Changs. And what? And his PF Changs. And his PF Changs. Yeah, he's, he's PF Chang guy. Uh, I, I think actually things have gone much more well. This uh, they've gone much better this time around, and, and I suspect they'll have something resolved sooner rather than later. I'm not an expert. I know JLC Jason Lockerford keeps up with it much more closely than we do. But it just feels like um, less likely to be animosity based on what happened uh, eight years ago. And I think one of the most amazing things to come out of that in terms of on the field, none of those players practiced, those rookies that were drafted, until the very – I think in August they started practicing. There was no off-season workouts. I remember Jake Locker was organizing stuff. He retired three years later. Cam Newton was great from day one. Um, he broke, one he things- broke the rookie record for passing yards in a single game his first week against Arizona. One of the, the sort of things that stuck out from that season, it just as it related to the CBA, but uh, the long answer for, for Kevin Brown is I think I think things – there's no worry of work stoppage at this point. Yeah, I think a lot of the signs we've seen this offseason have been positive, like actual dialogue well in advance of the situation. Um, you know, there the one thing that would concern me is that the NFL has sort of – made public through the media, which you never hate to see. You hate to see the negotiations through the media because it just, it's just not a good way to do it. Both sides feel slighted, um, that they're like, we're willing to concede marijuana and Roger Goodell's conduct policy. It's like, well, yeah, we all know that. Why are you trying to like, don't try and push the NFLPA up against a wall here. Um, there's been some chatter about a possible extension of the CBA, Basically to kick, kick the can down the curb a few years. The only problem I would have with that, if I'm, if I'm being optimistic about it, uh, is that they, what are they going to do about the broadcast, like, deals? Are they just going to sign two year broadcast deals with these companies? I don't, that doesn't seem very likely. Usually they'd like to go a little bit longer than that, but maybe they'll say, hey, let's avoid a work stoppage. Let's do, cause the reason for the extension would be that they want the 18 game schedule, but it's not going to happen in 2021. So maybe they sign shorter broadcast deals for like three years with all these companies. Maybe they do a three-year extension or a five-year extension, whatever it is, and they'll line them up. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened next offseason to try and avoid a potential lockout. Sean, I'm sure you have 
deep thoughts. Jack, 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 Sean, uh, Jack Waggy. No, I don't really have deep thoughts. I, I'll just say that I feel like things have changed so much in New York. Cause I feel like a year ago or maybe two years ago, all these players like Richard Sherman were coming out talking about how if we want all these actual things that we want to happen, uh, more guaranteed money, um, specifically that they would have to sit out and be willing to sacrifice for a year. It just seems so infeasible that I don't think they could get all the players on board to actually waste a year. If these players' careers are already so short, like what are you going to tell a running back like Zeke or someone in the middle of their prime? Um, and their prime's not going to last long that they sit out a year. So um, I don't think there'll be a work stoppage, but I do feel like things have changed positively in the last year or two because I remember thinking a year or two ago that it could be possible with the way all these players are talking about it. Well, and part of the problem too is that they're like – the way that this, this, and the owners know this, the way that the CBA is negotiated, it creates a small group of really, really well-paid stars in the NFL and a big group of underpaid rookies and then another big group of really underpaid middle veterans, lower end roster guys. Well, those are the guys who can't afford to strike and those are the guys who make up the meat of the rosters. And so there's no way that these rich guys in the NFL are going to hand the money to the lower paid guys and be like, here, you take my paycheck. Plus they're paid on a, on a game by game basis, 17 weeks throughout the year. They're not paid. Uh, they're not paid. Oh, good Lord. Um, you guys just dropped a, a clip of me doing stupid stuff on, um, I look fat compared to what I looked like four years ago. Um, well, Frisco has tweeted, look how much he's aged. <laughs> Fun times. Um, anyway, Matt Brodsky doing uh doing hilarious things. Probably four years, Pete. <laughs> the <tweet says> four <laughs> years That's a good point. Um my son, coincidentally, is five years old. So yes, that 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 checks out. Um but yeah, I think that it's gonna be really tough for these guys, these players to hunker down and just save a bunch of cash and ride out a, a year long work stoppage. The owners could do it, it would go over very poorly. Uh, if you're the XFL, yeah, you wouldn't mind seeing it because you'd be the only game in town. I don't know how that would work out, but uh, I anticipate that this could be a potentially easy situation for, from a labor standpoint relative to what we saw in 2011. You still laughing about my, my clips here, Ryan? I'm laughing at Matt. You muted yourself, you old man. Good Sorry, instance. I was laughing at Matt Brodsky, who was recently promoted, has time out of his day to make a clip of Will Brinson from four or five years ago. Making Will Brinson faces that you can see live for free right now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'm trying I, to tweet that out, Brinson, so people listening to this can wonder. I'll tweet it out. I'll, yeah, I'll tweet it out after the, uh, after we get done. Um, let's see. What else happened? Oh, yeah. Um, Stanley Markowski via email. I just want to, oh, you like this one, Sean. I just want to point out that the correct answer to which super friend you want to be on an island with is obviously Sean. I mean, he's a steamboat. Yes. You're only stranded until you sail away on the steamboat. Who, yeah, but who says I'm taking you guys? Like, I feel like I'd be the most likely to sneak off in the middle of the night when I had a way off the island without telling the rest of you guys. And just, just stealthily slide away as a steamboat? I don't think that's yeah. how steamboats work. Um, Mayberg425 on iTunes wants to know, which top-rated running backs or wide receivers would you avoid drafting in the top rounds of a PPR league due to uncertainty over potential time off the field? The obvious number one answer here is... What does uncertainty over potential time off the field mean? I think he meant suspensions and stuff like that, but I think injuries oh. injuries count Just too. Just playing time, general playing time. Yeah, I mean, like Gurley would be... Todd Gurley is, is a great answer. He He's going in like the early second round to late second round. Would you take him there, Sean? Late second round, yes. I think the risk 
if because if it pays off and if he has a similar type of regular season like he did, that would be the biggest deal in the draft. Now I don't think it's going to happen, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be put in a position where I'm picking last in the second round and Todd Gurley's there because I think it's really hard to pass up that potential value if he's anything close to what he's been the last two years. That's going to be the best pick in the draft. Well, let me ask you this. Sorry, would you rather have you got you're the twelve you have the you have the twelfth pick of the second round and just hypothetically. Uh, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, and Todd Gurley. Where is Gurley on that? Nick on that Chubb. One? Yeah, I think Chubb, I would go Chubb, certainly. Especially with, I mean, I think we're kind of, I think Kareem Hunt's going to help them a lot as a football team, but he's missing eight weeks. He didn't play down the stretch last year. He's probably going to have to be eased in after not playing for eight weeks. So I don't think this year Kareem Hunt's going to be that fantasy star. And I think it's good. By that point, Chubb should be rolling. So I think it will be Chubb. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, where does Gurley slot in with those guys? Like, if all four of those guys were available to you in the second round. I would rather have them than Fournette. Who are really? the other names? Uh, Dalvin Cook and uh, that's the last I one. I mean, Dalvin Cook hasn't really played at all in this career. I'd rather have Gurley than Dalvin Cook mm. because the Vikings also drafted, what's his name, Alexander Madison, right? Yeah. What about yeah, you? They use like a third round pick on him. Like you don't use a, and you don't use a third round pick on a guy. Like a third round running, third round pick running back, I think can be used. They just lost, um, to the Saints. The, the Rams, the Rams literally drafted a running back in the third round too. Yep. Daryl Henderson. Sure. But Todd Gurley at least has a resume that he's done something before. Um, I like Dalvin Cook. He hasn't really done anything since he came in the league because he's been hurt. Okay. What, uh, Ryan, what do you think about those four guys as running backs? Just in yeah, think, from a fantasy perspective or just in general, if you don't care. I think fantasy. Chubb is the – I'm not a fantasy guy even though I finished – did I finish second in our league? Third. Third? third. You beat Prisco in the third place game. Brinson oh. beat me in the championship. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chubb first. Then I think um, – well, just the four guys. Is that right? There's not a fifth guy, right? <laughs> He's asking uh, you a question, yeah, Brent. Four. I'm, I'm watching. I'm looking at these. I'm looking at these stupid Ryan, videos. And, people who can't see, Ryan's asking Brinson a question, and Brinson's looking down and just smiling and laughing to himself. I'm watching videos of myself from four years ago. I do like. Right. I I so like Chubb, Edward. Dalvin Cook, Fournette, and Gurley. Those are the four names. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in that order. Then I mean, Gurley goes third ahead of Fournette. I don't know what Fournette's going to do, but I don't know what Gurley's going to be capable of with that with one knee. I mean, they're all saying everything's fine, but we don't know that. From a fantasy perspective, I do wonder um, more rushing yards. Antonio Brown, not Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell or, or Ty Gurley. Um, Le'Veon Bell. I'm I'm just off Gurley. I'm off Gurley. Le'Veon Bell and Ty Gurley. Le'Veon Bell, I think, in a landslide. Oh, okay, all right. Because what I mean, what's the argument against Le'Veon Bell that he took a year off? He's on a terrible football team. I, yeah, but. I, I I don't think you pay that guy that much money, and then not, even if Adam Gates. We're talking about the Jets, Sean. They just fired their general manager. Right. They still have Le'Veon Bell on their roster for however much he's making on the salary cap. If you don't use that guy, it's malpractice. And I know, and I know, Gates necessarily didn't want him. Uh, but if if Gates doesn't use Bell, that's an indictment of Gates. Um, right. Anybody else stand out to you that can miss? I don't. There's not a ton of guys. Are we? Where are we on Antonio Brown? I don't think he's going to do much. I would really? I would not take um, over under a thousand receiving yards. Antonio Brown over, under over over please under. He said under. Yeah. Wow. Would you rather have tough. Would you rather have Antonio Brown, AJ or AJ Green in a PPR league? He keeps muting himself. He's just so old. Sorry, AJ Green, because I keep making noises when I have it off mute. Uh, AJ Green, if Andy Dalton's healthy. Wow. Antonio really. Brown. 
Listen, Derek Carr. Think, hold on, Sean. Let me make this a yeah. very incredible point. Derek Carr targeted Jared Cook, I think, a hundred times last year, and he caught whatever every pass he caught something less than that, seventy or eighty. Um, and Antonio Brown has been targeted on average like 130 times per year in Pittsburgh. He is going to freak out when the ball goes elsewhere, and he's going to start pouting. I, I, so I don't disagree with that. I think the answer is to both of my the questions where I said Gurley above some of the other guys, and I say Antonio Brown. is. I think it, it could just be fantasy philosophy. And I would rather go for the guys who might have a little bit of risk, but the payoff is going to be worth it. Because in my mind, that's how you usually win fantasy championships is you get that incredible value where you get a guy who's outperforming his projection as opposed to the guys with the really high floor. I think I always shoot for the high ceiling guys. Right. And I think Antonio Brown has a higher ceiling. You lost uh, your league, but sure. <laughs> I do, I do agree. I do. And I finish in second. If Antonio Brown is falling to the late second or early third round, uh, that's ridiculous. That's a steal. I mean, I don't Did know. You a first round pick? In a PPR league, I am absolutely taking Late him. First round. I would take him to the second because I think when you look at the first, like I would take Antonio Brown over Todd Gurley. Oh yeah, easy. No kidding. Well, I don't. People aren't necessarily doing that right now. Would you? I mean, the Antonio Brown. I'm not taking Antonio Brown over. Just going through a list of wide receivers: DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry. <laughs> uh, no, I think then it comes down to like, why are you laughing? Is Jarvis a silly, a silly, uh, I, I thought you were going to PPR league. No, he's stop, good, stop, stop. But do not take him in the, it's like I just listed the five best wide receivers in football. Well, isn't that the same situation? Jarvis plus Odell is the same situation Antonio is going to be facing in Oakland with all those other options. You really think Antonio Brown's going to fall off a cliff. I think you're like wish casting. It's almost like he roots yeah. for a certain team in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Why right, would you rather have, alright, let me ask you this. Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton, or Antonio Brown? Mike Evans, I think, right? I would rather, ooh, T.Y. And I, Bruce Arians be throwing jacks all day. That's tough. I think that might be his range though, because I, I think that's tough to answer. I would rather maybe have T.Y. and Mike Evans. But I, those guys are studs. Who's mentioning AB here? No one. I might go AB over those guys. I don't know. Go for it. We'll I mean, revisit it and, and, We'll revisit it over Halloween, see where we're at. Remember also, that. Also, so Take I was up. actually, I was listening, Prisco made this point when he was talking, defending his, they, Brady Quinn and Prisco got an argument about Antonio Brown. And, <laughs> um, I, Prisco's point about Antonio Brown's yards per reception dropping by like two or three full yards as he's getting older. I think, I think that's a good point. Um, you know, he's Brian been riding that longer than I've been riding. Antonio's gonna, the floor's gonna fall out. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything other than the fact that he was double and triple team last year. Because don't forget, the game before he quit on his team in Week 17, he had close to 200 yards against the Saints, and they should have won that game. And, of course, he called out Juju for fumbling, which wasn't a very nice thing to do. Good but, times. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Um, Can I, would you guys, for Gurley, I think, would you rather have Gurley or LaShawn McCoy? Oh, Gurley. Gurley, easy. Really? What about this? Gurley or to keep the, the black and gold team going? James Conner. Is, is anyone? Oh, James I mean, Conner. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Just by touches. You know, you're guaranteed to get touches there. Yeah, Sean McCoy's going in like the seventh round. Yeah, they have a bunch of other running backs there, too. They drafted. Was, who they draft? They drafted someone They upgraded. I think, like, he was obviously really bad this past season, but their offensive line was one of the worst run blocking, run blocking offensive lines by Football Outsiders metrics. And they added a lot to the offensive line. So I think there's an argument you can make that McCoy could have a resurgent season. I mean, before this past season, he was consistently one of the better running backs. That's true. All right, what's next? 
Um, next is a break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and answer some more questions. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right, uh, from, this is my favorite, uh, iTunes reviewer from Brohammer69. Oh yeah. This is by my, my sums up our audience. It does. Sums up pretty much podcasts and football audience, football podcast audiences in general. Keep doing what you're doing. Who would win in a fight? 10 silverback gorillas or 100 Brock Lesnar's? I, I would have sort of pegged like a silverback gorilla and a Brock Lesnar to be like, not, I mean, the silverback gorilla, what's a minus, 300 or against Brock Lesnar? Or is it way more? Is it a silverback gorilla? It's minus a million. Are you crazy? Do you know how strong gorillas are? Yeah, I'm taking the gorillas. Not the gorillas, even. Gorillas, ten, about. 10 gorillas versus 100 Lesnars. Gorillas can literally rip your arms out of your socket. Away from your body. I'm not even kidding. They will absolutely dismantle you. And they go for your uh, gonads and like they rip those out. They'll rip what? your face off. I mean, All right, one one gorilla against a hundred Brock Lesnar's. That's actually a closer fight. But here's what happens. Are you serious? When that gorilla rips Brock Lesnar number twenty seven's face off, the rest the of Brock them are runners. They're going to be like, forget this. This is not worth whatever the payoff is. I'm trying to watch a silverback gorilla fight right now. So, Brenton, you're thinking about you're thinking about taking the Brock Lesnar's. There's a hundred of them. Ten ten silverback gorillas. I think they each can take ten Brock Lesnar's on their own. A hundred percent. And now you can make, don't make it Brock Lesnar. Make it, um, the mountain. Is that the, the, the bad one, Sean? The mountain? Yeah. 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 Take a hundred mountains. They would get absolutely demolished by Holy cow. I'm watching these two silverback gorillas fight right now. Yeah. They would maul. Oh, I wouldn't watch it. For instance, like, uh, one gorilla equals one Brock Lesnar, right? No, no. I'm just trying to think about like the, I mean, oh my God. That would be so terrifying. Yeah. I mean, how, how many, how many seconds would you last against a silverback gorilla? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Maybe I'm an idiot. Um, I mean, it would have to be like five. I don't even know if 500 Brock Lesnar's could beat 10 silverback gorillas. Ooh, here's one. It's top five gorilla fights on camera. <laughs> don't, don't go promoting <laughs> gorilla fights. fights. Um, I just, I got that video up too. It's eight and a half minutes. Yeah, it's Let's a little take long. an eight and a half minute break. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Look at them go. Yeah, they're pretty brutal. Uh, oh. all, right, all, right, all right, these guys are. All right, all right, look, I was just wrong. It's fine. I'm sorry. No, no one says it about watching Brock Lesnar. Uh, God, they're so fast too. Yeah, I don't know what you think. They're sitting around eating grass, but they're not. They're just hanging out. They're they're not. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Brock Lesnar punches the gorilla. Gorilla just rips off his arms. All right, <laughs> yeah. the answer is clearly. Them with it. Also, like at some point, if you're the hundred Brock Lesners, don't like sixty of you scatter. Like, I just no, said you... that I was saying that ter- you see the first one get his limbs ripped off, and then the third one get his head ripped off. You're 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 running. That's a good point. Uh, all right, Jason Hinch asks between the Super Friends. Let me know the answer to this. Who wins the beer chug challenge, and who ends up looking like Schefter? I don't. I, I'm not going to allow anybody here. I'm going to have to pull a Sean. I yeah. think we all know the answer is me. I was going to take you. I was going to, yeah. Easily. My only thing is, though, do we, can Breach chug beer? Do we know? I actually think Breach could win the beer chugging contest. Beer, oh, beer I thought you were going to say yourself. No, I think Breach could beat me. I mean, I, I, would, I, would, I would like to see you two do it. I don't think anyone wants to see Me and Ryan would both look like Schefter is my prediction. I can, not can, can we do wine coolers? Oh no, boy! I could see, I could see Ryan being Ryan like with a cup, like like going Aaron Rodgers on it, like hold on, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. Somebody with that uh, pipe bomb, that was fun. Yeah, uh, well, that pipe bomb was a shotgun. That's straight in the dome. You can't stop that. Yeah. It's like shotgunning a beer is not hard. I mean, I'm a thirty I, at, at age thirty seven. I still shotgun. We still well, but right, I haven't done it this tailgate. But we usually oh. shotgun beers before we go to football games, like like grown adults. As a thirty seven year old, yeah. hold on, son. Daddy's got a shotgun a beer real quick. Sit down and shut it. Yeah, Sean ends up looking like Schefter, I think. I think I'll do that. Yeah, better. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Prisco was, Prisco, when all these quarterbacks were doing it, Prisco was like on Twitter retweeting people being like, so what? Like, what does beer chugging prove to people? I'm with Prisco. I'm fine. I, I would look like Schefter. You know what? I'm going to enjoy my beverage. I'm going to sip it. I don't want 300 calories going into my stomach in oh five my seconds. God. Oh, my God. First of all, you're not shotgunning hey, an IPA. Hey, Princeton, how many Sean's would it take to kill one silverback gorilla? <laughs> uh, I mean, like six hundred, five thousand. Oh, yeah, six hundred? No way. You think Don't one silverback gorilla would beat six hundred Sean's? Hundred percent. I mean, just the weight alone, you could no, hold. I, I think because it can't like rip off all of our arms at once. It's, you just yeah. got to sacrifice a few. And, and also, watch. they're all, they're all like operating on the same. Like, yeah, we are together, one unit. Let us attack the gorilla. How many? They're gonna sing a brand new songs to the gorilla to scare them. <laughs> how many? How many seconds would it take one silverback gorilla to kill a hundred Sean's? hundred seconds. A hundred so, seconds. Like, no, I think it would take like, depending on how well spread out I am. You're in one of those little enclosed zoo areas. Like we throw a hundred of you in there with silverback gorillas. Oh, it sure. would take some time because I could hide. By the by the end, I could. <laughs> hide. Some you, rocks and stuff. You wouldn't send a hundred of you at the gorilla. I'm maybe, you know what? I'm so nice. I think the gorilla might spare one of them. Oh, please. That's That's after murdering 99 of you. He's like, I'm sorry. They don't want me to go extinct. Um, that's that's a John Fox plan for winning football games. (laughs) It is. Uh, flexing my Johnson on Apple iTunes. Thank you. Or Apple Podcast. Thank you, Flexing. Uh, asks, have you been to Brewery Bavana? I've literally planned multiple trips to Raleigh to eat there. Is there a better restaurant? Um, yes, I have. I don't spend a lot of time there because it's packed full of hipsters who are bumping brand new. Uh, but their beer is fantastic and their food is great. Uh, the, um, uh, Plow is the IPA and, uh, Grove is their double IPA. It tastes like orange juice. It's delicious. I would say there are better restaurants. Um, Right across the street is, uh, oh god, what's the name of the place? Uh, I forgot what it was. Anyway, um, Stanberry is also downtown in Raleigh. That is absolutely worth checking out. 
tremendous food. And any Ashley Christensen place, uh, Pools Diner is good. Uh, she is the name the uh, James Beard Award winner for the entire country. Lives in Raleigh. If you had to give up beer or football, Brinson, what would you give up? Just it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, beer, because I would be poor without football. Well, no, you could start writing about the U.S. Women's National Team. You, you started doing pretty well this summer. I don't think I would retain yep. my current job, however. <laughs> Might be a slight uh, salary benefits cut. Um, from I Only Play Justin Blackman on uh, on, on Apple Podcast. I like the embrace of the Super Friends discussions. If two of the Super Friends, and they're including Prisco in this for some reason, if two of the Super Friends he's were... He's not in this group. No, he's not. If two of the Super Friends were secretly in a relationship together, who would it be? My pick, Prisco and Brinson, too much bickering for it not to be true. So I guess the question is, if you had to, if you had to peg two members of the CBS talent family that could be, uh, that could be together, you know, in this... Ryan and Brady Quinn, if we're allowed to throw non-Super Friends into this. Is Brady Quinn aware of this? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if Brady knows about this. Is this like a John Breach-Dexter situation? <laughs> Who's Dexter? The the serial killer who kidnaps people. Oh, I see, right. Yeah, I thought you meant John Breach and Dexter were dating. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, like, you're like, like Brady Quinn is locked in your cabinet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like misery. Yeah. Yes. I can see Prisco and Brady Quinn as well. Eh. I don't know. No. I can't yeah. see. I can't see any of the four of us actually like getting along for like. The, I can see actually. You know what? Ryan and I could be. Uh, I think I was going to say. I think it's you two. Yeah. It's awkward because there are three of us on the call, and you know you don't want to say like. Actually, you know what? I don't think no, Ryan could deal with Brenton. I think I think Brenton could deal with Ryan. I don't think Ryan could deal with Brenton. No, so see, I think that's that. it for ten years. Yeah, I think Ryan and I actually had good. You guys uh, are already kind of married. Yeah, but we got a good combination because Ryan is actually organized and you know. <laughs> Um, See, that's why he's not going to be able to. Yeah, but like, Sean, as you'll learn when you get married is that, you know, well, but you like, I wish my one of my wife or I were more organized and together. Like, you're going to say one of my wives organized no matter what. So it doesn't matter how organized you are. Right. Um, But I'm just saying, like, a lot of times, like, like you end up like marrying somebody who's the opposite. You know what I mean? I think like you and your wife are probably pretty similar in terms of your anal retentiveness, Ryan. Well, no, she's no. I'm, I, you won't believe this, but I'm, I'm extremely anal. <laughs> well, she's less anal, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Way yeah. less. She's totally freaked out by the fact that you vacuum rental cars when you return them. <laughs> I don't, I do not vacuum rental cars. <laughs> uh, that seems like something I might do. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, Ryan and I have known each other for. 07. Yeah, Who 12. here could be with Breach? I think. No, Ryan. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, Ryan and Breach. Each, the thing is, I don't know what Breach does in his spare time. Like, <laughs> I don't want to Neither does his wife. Neither does his wife. Right. Um, yeah, that would be concerning to me. Also, I feel like Breach, if you were – this wouldn't bother me. I, I could probably be with Breach because, like, I think that Breach's sort of uh, willingness to, like, disappear for a couple of days That's would true. drive Ryan nuts. Like, Ryan would be like, where did you go? Where did you go? You cannot leave town without telling me. And I'd be like – I'd be like, oh, but Breach. Wilson would like his he would like his free time. I mean, he'd like his house to himself. He can watch his TV shows, do what That's he right. wants, make his programs. <laughs> oh, hi, John. Welcome back. I was just enjoying some Golden Girls. Yeah, that's right. Did you, have, did you have a fun three days in Mexico? Um, yeah, his hands are all bloody. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, honey, let me wash my hands. Um, I, I would love to know what Rachel thinks about John's little excursions. Uh, I don't think she's going to Paris with him either. Really? I thought he was she has going to with her. I 
his family's going because I think his sister played college soccer, and she may have organized it. I think is what John said. Surely but, he's taking his wife to Paris. Yeah, I mean that's oh. a that's a divorceable offense. My wife oh. would flat out divorce me if I went to Paris not for work and didn't take her. Especially would she? how big of a U.S. women's soccer fan you are. Would, would she? I, yeah, I would think that she would understand that it was a personal trip for you, and you like to have your alone time with the with the soccer. Um, <laughs> Droid Kid says. If I was like, we're going to Paris, we're going to a bunch of soccer games, she'd be like, no, we're not. <laughs> it's like the time I was like, we're going to New York, we're going to a bunch of fish shows. She's like, no, we're not. Yeah, we're going to one. Um, Droid Kids on Apple, I, on Apple Podcasts. And as a reminder, if you leave a five star review and you, and you say, and you leave us a question, we will answer it on this podcast as long as it's, uh, SFP, safe for podcasting. A guy in my dynasty league says he quote, likes the value. Better in rounds three to seven, so he trades away his round one and round two picks in a dynasty <laughs> startup. His team subsequently end up with fewer studs, but he says, quote, this is how you build a foundation. Are you, <laughs> you playing with nope. Dave Kettleman? I don't know. <laughs> Dave Kettleman? Well, that that's said? like the real-life Patriots and Seahawks strategy that works in real life. But, no, in fantasy, you end up dropping so many of the players you draft in the middle rounds anyways for guys on waivers that you just got to hit on your first two rounds, and that's what matters for. Yeah. Especially in a league too like you want to get Zeke Kamara McCaffrey Barkley and then worry about the rest later you get those and you're fine I will say that like Alvin Kamara was not drafted highly in a lot of dynasty leagues like he fell in dynasty rookie drafts because but now yeah 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 I mean like Saquon you would obviously rather have Saquon Barkley with the first round pick uh, but if you if you have a, if you have a good eye for talent and you can get a bunch of I, I just don't see there's just not that much talent in the third round of a rookie someone well, this might be. Wait, so is it, is it a dynasty startup where like? I think he means this is like every player's in this draft. Oh, okay. And so like the way my keeper league does it is we keep four players and then everyone, including incoming rookies, go into the same draft. Yeah, this so is like Saquon was like the first pick, well, obviously. Th- well, that's just a keeper league. That's a dynasty yeah. league is where you keep every single player is kept, but like for a startup purpose. You would be able to draft anybody you want first. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Zeke Elliott. It's the um, first draft. I think it depends on how many picks he's getting in rounds three through seven. Like, are you getting, two, like, if you're, it, it, would you, I guess the question is, would you rather have somebody's first and second round pick or somebody's three, four, five, six, seven? Cause I will take one and two. I had someone in our first keeper league draft do that kind of strategy. <laughs> and the next year he kept no players because he just ended up with these okay players, but none of them were worth keeping. So yeah, you got to have studs to win in fantasy and like, just don't, I, I don't know. I I think it's insane. But if, if you can nail your three through seven, like if you have eight picks in rounds three through seven, I, I don't, I don't know. No, I want to do it. Cause you're getting guys that you're, you can drop anyway. Ten, it'd be it's, funny that the guy who has a question says, I can't change his mind. What say you? Don't try to change his mind. Yeah. He's in your fantasy league. Don't even try. Yeah, stop, 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 stop changing his mind. Let him keep doing it. Has he won? <laughs> I mean, like, point at the standings if he keeps losing. Uh, let's see. Body Boy Blue on Apple Podcast says, if you guys could be a super friend from a cartoon, who would it be? I assume that means if you could be a superhero from a cartoon. Um, Sean, I assume you sit around all day and dream about- Super friends, the Justice League. Is that what they, is that what they were called? Wait, so oh. I, Basically, choosing what superhero I would be. I think it is. Oh yeah, it is. A su- yeah, it is a super friends. Yeah, that's where we got it from. I, I knew that. Um, so your choices are, you know what? I'm going to sign. I'm going to sign some names here. Uh, Ryan, 
You can be Aquaman. You'd be okay. alone, alone with your thoughts. Why is he Aquaman? Is, he can, do you like the water? He, he'd be alone with his thoughts all day long. I can talk to animals, Sean. I can like talk animals. to animals. Um, Sean, you're obviously Robin. Oh, what? <laughs> Come on. And I'm Superman. I think we, think we answered what? that question. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you knew that was coming, Sean. You earned it. Yeah, it was obviously a setup. No, the, uh, the Super Friends, you can pick one. I have the Justice League still at my parents' house. I saw it the other day. My mom broke it out for, uh, for my, um, I don't know why I blanked on the Super Friends thing. Uh, my mom broke it out for, uh, for Robbie to play with. The Super Friends are Superman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Flash, Batman, Robin, Wonder Woman, and is it just Hawkman? Hawkman, yeah. He, I think they started adding guys later in the original series, which came out in the 80s, I think. I don't and then, know of course, they're the Hawkman. Wonder Twins, and that stupid dog that they had. Yeah. Wonder um, Twins power activated. Yeah, but the original one was five, uh, eight guys. Okay. So, fl- so you can be really fast. You can be the bizarro powers of Green Lantern. You can swim and talk to aliens, oh, uh, talk to yeah. fish. Yeah. Um, you could be Batman with your cool toys. Uh, I, I'll say I'll be Batman because uh, despite the looming sense of uh, saving people and creating justice in the world, you are a billionaire playboy. And so that's a pretty big bonus off the field, so to speak. So I'll be, I'll be Batman. I would be Batman, too. Just because be I, I, I grew up, I was like, upset. you can be Hawkman. I don't know what Hawkman is. <laughs> Look, Hawkman. if I can't pick Batman, I would pick Superman. Okay. That's probably a good choice. Ryan, do you have something original? Yeah, be Flash. I like Flash. I'm going to run fast. I could probably beat you when you ran your four, five, 40. The Flash could probably beat that time. <laughs> probably so. Um, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't pick the Flash because you're the fastest. <laughs> that, that would have been a good answer. I'll be the Flash so I can beat, uh, so I can beat Sean on a 40. Sean. And I think the Flash's real name is Larry, so you can, you can tell people <laughs> you're Larry. Sean, Sean definitely thinks he can beat the Flash in a, in a 40. Robin will take you down, my friend. No. <laughs> let me take off, let me take off my tight pants first, then I'll race you. Also, by ha- the way, I hope people who listen to this podcast saw the video that we retweeted on Twitter of I'm sure visual did. evidence of me smoking Brinson in a 40 yard dash. Drunk barefoot in the streets of Fort Lauderdale. Um, I, I think Hawkman would suck. I can't remember. Do his wings retract? I don't think they do. Yeah. He has to wear that stupid mask, though. He can fly. I don't think he does anything else. He might have a staff or something. He's just strong and can fly, and he's bare-chested all the time. That would be a bonus. Aquaman. He can beat up a silverback gorilla. Let's put it that way. He could not. No, no chance. Aquaman would be low-key cool. Like, yeah. But the movies have Especially ruined. Especially if you look like Cal uh, Drago. Yeah, but the movies have ruined Aquaman a little bit, but, like, you get to swim around all day. You've got a, like a palace under the water. You can check out from the real world. You can talk to fish. I mean, it's, you know, you're the, you're the lord of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're blaring fish all the time. You're not competing. You're not up there with like Batman and Superman competing for the stupid human world. Yeah. Um, couple more and we'll get out of here. Uh, we got the 20. Oh, can we, can we read the mean review? Yeah. I'm going to read this from Heisenberg 504. Unless you want to read it. You can read it if you want, Sean. No, I'm good. All right. Brinson is overly loud and annoying. Two stars. That's, I don't know why. What was the second star for? That's what I want to know. CBS hypes this podcast constantly, and I don't know why. Brinson is the stereotype of a loudmouth dude who's obsessed with gambling. His tangents are not interesting like some other podcasts, but just wandering streams of consciousness. No complaints here. <laughs> now compare this to the CB, but ironically, this is a wandering stream of consciousness review. Now compare this to the CBS fantasy football podcast with Jamie, you spelled it wrong, Eisenberg, or the NFL network one with Mark Eisler? 
I assume that's Sessler. supposed to be Mark Sessler, which you spelled both Mark and Sessler wrong. I'm glad you're a big fan of his. And you can see the clear difference between a bro-driven amateur hour and, pro- <laughs> and professionals delivering expert content but still being humorous. You can be funny and deliver news and insight. Brinson is just flailing away, and why CBS promotes this crap fest is puzzling. Uh, All right, th- what's the lie? Where's the lie there? I, I, you got me. I don't know. Why they keep Loud doing- mouth, yes. Obsessed with tambling. Gambling, Tam- yes. Tambling? Tangents. Yes. Yeah. Streams of consciousness. Yes. Bro driven amateur hour. I mean, Eh. find the lie. Find the lie. Find the lie. Flailing away. Absolutely. (laughs) CBS keeps promoting it. No doubt about it. Hey, two stars. Puzzling. You better believe it. Um, I, 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 nothing makes me laugh harder than the idea that somebody would write that, which I mean, like personally insult me. Multiple times over. Like, took the time to write that in an iTunes review. Listen to this podcast enough. Like, cause for me, I would just hang up the, like, I just delete the podcast and just move on, right? Or just not listen People to it. People who get, like, upset about a podcast they don't like. Right. But, you just stop listening. But he left it two stars. Like, what is a one star for this guy? I mean, what? I mean, yeah. You gotta kill someone, like, with breach, I guess. Yeah. Um, Juno3197 on Twitter wants to know better dynasty value. Devin Funchess or Donta Foreman? I think he DM'd me this while I was on vacation, so I figured I'd answer now. Um, I'll take Funchess, I guess. I don't know. I'll take Wait, Foreman. Just, he's with the Colts? Funchess yeah. with the Colts. Yeah, Foreman might be the better answer, just in case. I just think we've seen what Funchess is. Yeah. Although, I would anticipate that Funchess is a better value in 2019 yeah. than Foreman. But I would think Foreman could be the starting running back for the Texans in 2020, potentially. Isn't he still with the Texans? Yeah. He is sure. still with the Texans, right? Yeah, he is. Okay, He's just the offensive line is a mess. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if Lamar Miller is let go, Foreman has a clear path to work. Although he hadn't been great or healthy um, when he's been out there. Uh, Robert Thomas on Twitter: If you could pick one of the Super Friends to be your wrestling tag team partner, who would it be, and what would your tag team uh, team name be? I'm picking Sean just because he says he goes to the gym and lifts weights. So I'm, I'm assuming at, at 26, he's it, strong. Says it a lot, my dad. He says a whole lot. Sources are saying that Sources I was at the gym saying. this morning. As long as, and we would be called the 10 silverback gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Mm. Um, I would be, uh, I would pick Breach. For what? What's he going to do? Bite your ankles? I mean, so you want to fight Breach? I mean, I, yeah, I'm not getting within three feet of Breach. <laughs> That's like a rule I keep. And we'd be. Up. And we'd be called the sneaky shivs. No, that's, that's. You're like, that's, oh, like we're wrestling and then all of a sudden you're just bleeding out the side because Brim Breach is galloping away. Like, like, he's a shrapnel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And your wrestling uniform is a seersucker suit. Yeah, absolutely. The seersucker shivs. There you go. Uh, oh, God. Sean, who would you, who would you pick to be your wrestling partner? Probably Ryan. Wow. What an enthusiastic Thanks, response. Well, Breach, Breach is too short. <laughs> I think. I think his height's gonna, he just doesn't have quite enough mass. Uh, I think Brinson would fold under pressure. The first sign of pain. Ryan would just channel all of his anger towards you guys that he always builds up. We're not wrestling, we're not wrestling, we're not wrestling each other. You're wrestling like, you guys are a tag team. You're not like, it's not like Ryan and Sean versus Brinson and Breach. Who's it against? Yeah, who are we playing against? I don't know, but I mean like, you're like, I know yeah. that wasn't the question, but since we formed two teams, I think we could use it as comparisons. And I think Breach is the guy I don't want to face, but I think I could 
talk Ryan into handling him, and I think I could, you know, put you down with him. Oh, here we go. We'd gang up on Breach. Yeah. All right, Brinson, Brinson, rank how these teams finished in, uh, in, in, in a round robin format. Me and Sean versus you and John versus Prisco and, and Brady. Oh, well. Well, Prisco and Brady win. <laughs> yeah. Do they, though? Yes, Brady's a freaking former, former NFL quarterback. Former NFL. I will say, yeah, he's, Prisco. He's a broken foot, though, if we were doing it now. Yeah. Prisco has his walker out there. Pete's, Pete's the least, per, the last person I want to fight on that list. But yeah, he, he, he combines I, breaches like you don't know what he's going to do. And with, plus he, with Sean's, I go to the gym humble bracket. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's the deadly combination. Yeah, you do not want to fight. He's like, I'm going to give you a turkey sandwich in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get out of here. Tomorrow we'll be back talking quarterbacks with Danny Cannell, ranking my top ten and his top ten quarterbacks. Thanks, guys, as always. Wonderful podcast. Keep these mailbags rolling. If you want to leave a question, do it on iTunes. Five-star review questions, Twitter DMs, Gmail me, whatever you want. Will Brinson at Gmail, anything you want to do. We will uh, talk to you guys soon.